In a world full of prescription drugs for healing and living reactive lives, Fit to Succeed podcast is here to encourage, educate, and empower you to make decisions for the longevity of your life. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a mom to four boys, a wife to a SWAT sniper, gym owner and fitness coach, and a huge advocate for establishing healthy habits that are sustainable so you can achieve success, fitness related or not. Here we talk about physical health as well as mental and spiritual health. It's a place where you discover what success means to you and where your health is a major contributing factor. Get ready to be inspired. It starts right now. Hey guys, welcome to Fit to Succeed podcast, formerly Fit for Business podcast. You'll find similar content and stuff as we move forward, but obviously I took a break pretty much almost the entire year of 2021. But I'm back and I'm excited to bring this to you in this new, uh, not necessarily format, but mindset because the Fit for Business podcast was great. And I think the, the meaning behind it was to help those women specifically that were working, whether they're entrepreneurs or they work outside their home or now in their home um, or work for a corporation. But I was missing, I think actually not so much I was missing, I wanted to even take it back further because fit to succeed. I want to talk more than just business. I want to talk about our our health, obviously fit to succeed in our homes, fit to succeed in our communities, so on and so forth. So here we are fit to succeed podcast. We're going to talk more than just business, which we actually kind of already started to do with the fit for business podcast, but I'm just making it officially official. So thank you so much for being here. I thought in this episode, which is kind of technically episode one of Fit for Fit to Succeed. See, I'm going to mess it up. Um, but episode one of Fit to Succeed podcast. And I'm going to just share my story and why I think that my fitness has been the result of so much success in my life. And we will probably even have another topic, uh, around success and what does that mean? But success for me means so many different things, but I attribute all of it, 99% of it to just my health and my fitness. I'm not perfect by any means, but I wanted to kind of just share my story in this episode. So you can kind of see where I'm coming from and why I think, fitness and our health, which includes mindset, head, heart, soul, body, all of it. And how, if we can really focus on this as a top priority in our lives, how it can be a ripple effect for everything else. So I am Natalie Jean. I am the mom to four boys. Uh, We did not know what we were having when we had all four boys. We were surprised. And with everyone, we're like, ooh, is this the girl? And it is not, never will be. And that's okay because I absolutely love being a mom to boys, especially being competitive myself and no drama, (laughs) which, which is wonderful. I am a wife to a SWAT sniper. We have been married for 13 years as of this year, 2021, and we've been together for 19 years. So literally half of my life has been spent with my husband, Casey, and I just absolutely love the life that we've built. And it does go back to 
focusing on my health, mental, physical, spiritual, and how that has impacted our marriage. So we'll get into that more, maybe another episodes down the road, but I'm also a gym owner and have been now for eight years, eight years ago, this season, which right now as, as of this recording, it's the holiday season, 2021. I left my corporate job and which I absolutely loved and it was in travel and we got to travel a lot and loved it. Then I was having kids and I wanted something different. So we opened our gym eight years ago. This time was really literally like when I left my corporate job and was starting to um, go full speed ahead with opening a gym, which didn't officially open until March. But um, so I have been in the fitness industry. I really wouldn't even know where to start counting, but I calculated 17 plus years just because I kind of took it into like when I became an adult and when I had responsibility over my own fitness. So 17 or more years is really my fitness journey. And I really kind of started after college. Uh, I played, I wasn't a great athlete in high school at all. I love to play sports. Uh, I wasn't great at it. I tried different things, everything from basketball to track. And then I ultimately joined the rugby club in my junior year of high school. And then I went on to play for Arizona State University. It was a club sport. That's really where I fell in love with fitness and doing it for more than just, you know, weight loss and, and actually having a goal around achieving something. So, but then right. Once college ends, then you're kind of just thrown into the real world where you're working a nine to five job and movement and exercise was all on me. I didn't have the organized sport activity that I needed to, you know, plug into my calendar and make sure that I, I made it to in the games and the tournaments and all of that. So it was really all in my hands. So I wanted to do something that was going to get me going, set a goal, not a weight loss goal. And you'll come to find me and know that like weight loss is just not even something we talk about really at all. We set other goals that then weight loss ultimately becomes a byproduct. But I, so I ended up thinking, okay, let's just, why don't I run a full marathon? No one in my family had ever done it. No one I knew had done these things. Like it was just kind of an insane thing. So I just went online and looked up and I did, even though I did track and sports, like they were all sprints, like nothing more than a mile. So I went online, found a program, printed it out just like a calendar and started. And it was 12 or 16 week program. And I remember the first day of training was a three mile run. I thought I was insane the moment I went out to do three miles. Again, one mile was stupid. I hated it. I never wanted to do it. And so three miles was tough for sure. But, you know, fast forward, I followed the training program to a T. I didn't know anything, you know, I, it was, I didn't know anything. So I was putting my trust and faith into this program that I found and I followed it to a T and, you know, fast forward six, eight weeks ahead, running three miles was such an easy day. And it's so insane to think like that, especially when on day one of your goal of trying to achieve a goal. And you kind of just see the long road ahead of you. So day one just seems so hard, but again, fast forward and looking back and seeing that, you know, I was now running 13, 14, 15, 16 miles on a weekend and 
easy days were five, six miles. And so ultimately crossed the finish line and two thoughts that crossed my mind. Number one, I'm never doing that again. I loved it and thought it was wonderful, but I hurt so bad. I could barely walk. And I just thought, okay, I never want to do that again. Check that off my bucket list. Lo and behold, I did run two more after that. One of them, which I was pregnant, perhaps a story for another time. And the second thought I had, which has been the most powerful and impactful is I can literally do anything I put my mind to. Coming from not being a runner, coming from not being an all-star athlete, coming from just a girl who thought she could check off some days on a calendar uh, after running and training to actually become a runner and love to run. And so just the idea that I can do anything I put my mind to has literally set me up to succeed in so many different ways in, on so many different levels. And so when I talk about succeeding as well, the, um, you know, fitness wise, then I went on to, uh, do countless five K's, 10 K's. I've done a, a number of half marathons I've placed in my age group for, you know, different age groups that I was a part of, as I really started to really get into running, I did my first triathlon was a half Ironman. Now I wish I could tell you what the distance was were, but I think it's like, Oh, just over a one mile swim, open water, uh, 114 mile bike ride. Oh my gosh. I should know this and, or no, oh my gosh. 56 mile bike ride. Shoot. I don't remember. Jeez. OPs. And then though you finish with a half marathon. So that was probably even to this day, the hardest race I've ever done, but I had never done a triathlon before. I was like, let's just go all in. I'll do a half Ironman. I have also done then fitness competitions. Again, no one in my family has ever done these things. I didn't know anyone. I just had the idea knowing that I've done things before that I never thought I would do. So why not do a fitness competition? I've done a number of those as well. And I have great stories around that, both in terms of having terrible, terrible trainers, terrible mentors to ultimately just doing it on my own and teaching myself. And with that, I then in my last two competitions, I got my pro card for sports model, which just means you're the number one of the number ones. And then I got to compete in Vegas at the natural Olympia, which is like Mr. Olympia, but natural uh, drug tested, all of that. And that was a crazy, awesome experience. I was competing against women from all over the world. They had like a huge Australian team. They were all like models. And I was like way out of my league. I did not do well, but uh, just having the experience because I was like, Hey, why not? I can do anything. We have also hiked the Grand Canyon. My husband and I, we did rim to rim to rim, no stopping 34 hours, 43 miles, no sleep for our anniversary, our 12 year anniversary, one we will never forget. I can't tell you what we did on any of the others, but I can for sure tell you in, you know, in raw detail, the pain that I had hiking the Grand Canyon for a 12 year. And most recently, earlier, oh, just, I guess just a couple months ago, of 2021, I competed for the Mrs. Arizona pageant. I was Mrs. Glendale. I had never done pageants before, no experience whatsoever, but just the little seed that I can do anything I won't put my mind to and try. So I did it. I did not 
walk away with any hardware, if you will, but had an amazing experience. I poured my heart and soul into sponsorship and all the things that come with uh, competing in a pageant. Who knew, right? So I share all of those physical successes. And because I know that by doing one of them sets you up to realize that you can do anything. And so even, you know, taking non-physical things, leaving my corporate job to open up a gym or to start my own business took a lot of guts and planning and time and belief in myself. And I wouldn't have done that had I not had that first experience of completing a full marathon with not even any ounce of experience before. So, and I share all of these stories just to show that when we prioritize our health, and again, I'm talking physical, mental, spiritual, everything in our lives gets better. Uh, I would say sometimes easier, but my relationship, like I said, with my husband is I attribute a lot of it to my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health, and same with him as well, his physical, mental, and spiritual. And, you know, not only does it help in my relationship with my husband, but my relationship with my kids, my kids see me wake up and run on the treadmill in the garage in the heat of summer or in the dead of winter, which here in Arizona, you know, 60 degrees, (laughs) but it's cold. Let me tell you. And then, you know, just the last part here is stepping out of our comfort zones, because when we do that, us women and men too, when we step out of our comfort zones, we become someone we didn't know was possible in the best possible way. And it just strengthens your belief in yourself, which strengthens the relationships you have, which strengthens then the community that you're in. So I'm just such a strong believer. And this is what I shared when I was competing in Mrs. Arizona, that when we at home, especially as women can have that confidence by, you know, feeling physically good. We like the way we look, we like the way we feel, then we can go out and in our homes, we're showing that we love ourselves and that that's a good thing. And then we kind of just build this confidence about who we are. And when we're doing that, we're creating a very strong foundation in our homes, strong marriages, strong relationships. I've uh, reiterated that again and again. And then, so when we have a strong foundation in our homes, we go out into our communities and we interact with people differently. And I've seen this a lot that I can almost pinpoint people that have good, healthy habits versus people that don't. And it's just the way that they interact with other people. And so, you know, I know this year has probably been tough on a lot of people and when we can just bring it back into our homes, as far as focusing on our health and creating that strong foundation at home, we can literally change our generations, uh, you know, our kids and their generations, because then we're going to go out into the community and interact with people differently. We're going to have something different about us. And people are going to be like, I want to know what she's doing. So I just share that because 
uh, I want you guys to really start to focus and prioritize like top three priority, your health and wellness mindset, physical, um, spiritual, because when we do that, we will just have strong communities, strong homes, and it all is just one workout at a time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My hope is you found some inspiration, motivation, and the tools you needed to implement healthy habits into your life and never underestimate what you are capable of. It would also mean so much if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Until next time.